All righty, we ready to start recording? I think so. <laughs> Steve. Oh, my performance anxiety. Gregor. Oh, my God. And Greg. Maximum Collective. Dude, it's a dude. Hey, hey, dude. Doodly, dude. 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 Sweet. Dude. Where's my heli? Dude, dude, sweet. Welcome, dude. dude, to Maximum Collective, episode 14. My dude. Special guest, Mike, dude, Weatherly. Gregor, absolute McGrath. Greg, dude. big, raw, ringly. Hello. And your special person here, Mr. Gimpy Steve O'Connor special welcome hey. mike welcome mike or dude thanks, thanks welcome guys. dude was that too many dudes i, I just dude. got back from california so i'm not really sure <laughs> it's a dog fast dude. dude i don't know dude like <laughs> and you know you gotta believe when i say for real that when i say dude i i say it just it just comes out i i don't think about it it just like Obviously, that's how I got the nickname, dude, right? So <laughs> I've been accused of saying dude like 10 times in one sentence. <laughs> and <laughs> it just happens. I, I just, I, and, and then when somebody, when somebody does, you know, say, you know, make a comment about my nickname, dude, then I start thinking about it and I'm like, man, I, don't say it, dude. Dude, <laughs> yeah, right. It's hard to uh, do that. It, yeah, seriously. Uh, I, I mean, I I was accused. So my wife, um, so we go back to nineteen eighty four, right? No, but almost. <laughs> so, so nineteen eighty four. I'm fourteen. She's sixteen, and I called her dude, and her <laughs> sister, her younger sister always gave me shit is like listen she's not a dude and i'm just like i can't help it <laughs> it just <laughs> it just comes out like you know so so dude you need to change the story to where it starts off at 17 you can be like she's only 17 <laughs> nobody well, you, else you, no yeah well you missed my <laughs> intro song right <laughs> Gregor got it. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Yeah. <laughs> little throwback nice. to Beastie Boys. Hey, now. <laughs> there you go. Oh, so, geez. Mike joins us from what? Arizona, right? I am in Arizona. Arizona. And you're one of the states it. that flies year round? Year round. Like, totally year round. Like, how many, how many days? There's 365 days in a year, and we can fly 366 days a year. Hey, we fly year-round. Sometimes it's just in a foot in the snow, man. We got skis for that. Get skis for nice. No way, dude. <laughs> no way. There's no way, dude. I, I'm not. I'm. <laughs> wait, I got plenty I saw, of photos. No, I saw um, Diego. Right, he posted a video, and he's got the thing on the front with his hand inside of it with the controller. And he's flying, and in, in he's up in Canada, I believe. I believe that's where he's from. And I, I watched the video, and I'm like, 
you're freaking crazy, dude. There's no way if it's that cold that I got to wear shit to put my hands in to fly. I'm just not flying, man. If I am, it's on a computer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. That we don't have great. that out here, though. So we are good. Yeah, we got a little bit of water next to our field. It gets a little chilly sometimes in the valley, but uh, I think most of the time we can pull it off. Yeah, we just deal with heat out here in Arizona. So how long have you been flying helicopters, Mike? Uh, so like the first time or, or the second time? <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, so have you been, been here, left, and come back? Yeah, tell us the story. I did. So I, I got into the hobby in 2009. Um, and you know, I've told this story several times to, to people, mainly, you know, it's kind of cool to tell a story to newbies that come to the field because like, you know, they, a lot of our guys here, they, they fly planes or something and then they, you know, want to get into helicopters and they come by and, uh, I actually got into it from my wife and I used to go to the fair when we lived in Vancouver, Washington, and we'd watch the doc dogs jump and uh because we've always had labs and uh so i'm like babe i'll be right back and i i go up to the to the game where you gotta you take the bb gun and shoot out the red star kind of an old school game and uh but i'm pretty good at it <laughs> so i sh i shot i shot it out five times in a row and and the guy was pissed actually and up on up on the on the you know the top because they're all like semi trailers right and uh, so there was this helicopter and I, I'm like I want that dude and I can't believe I, I still I go back and I, I I I can still see the dude's face and stuff and he took it down after he pulled out his magnifying glass five times to make sure that I actually shot the star out and he go he basically threw it at me and said. Oh, you won't be able to fly this thing anyways. They're hard. And so I'm like, okay, took it home. And it, th this was just a, like, like, you know, in the mall, the, the tiny little like infrared, just like, like the coaxial. Like, it, it was, that's what it was, but it was like big though. <laughs> it was big. <laughs> and uh, <clears throat> so I took it home and, and charged up the battery 30 minutes later, I was at the hobby shop. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, like, for real, I'm, I'm like, okay, this is no fun. <laughs> There's got to be something better. Right. And um, so I went to the hobby store, the hobby store, and I bought a SR120. Um, and, and I did the same thing with that. It was, you know, just a, a, you know, fixed pitch, four channel, did the same thing. And then I built, but built my first Kelly was the uh, an EXI uh, clone T Rex 450. Oh wow! And yeah, right. uh, metal frame, right? And uh, fly barred. There was no fly bar list, and I built it. I, you know, the thing is, like, and and it, it's funny because I, I talk about this with guys when I build helicopters. Um, like we didn't back then. We didn't have YouTube videos. You know, Heli Freak. I joined Heli Freak in in two thousand nine, um, and it, it was you 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 got the twenty you just had to read Finless Bob stuff, right? 
yeah, you had 20 people that gave you 20 different answers to your question, right? Yep. <laughs> so all that did was confuse <laughs> me because, you know, by nature, I mean, I grew up on the beach surfing, you know, I blue collared worker, you know, my dad, that's where I grew up. I was never an electronics guy, never, you know, like a techie type guy or anything. And so it would just confuse me. And um, so I, I, I had a hard time, never joined a club kind of just, I, I, I've always been good at troubleshooting and problem solving. And so I would just use common sense gears this way, that way, balance, you know, that type of stuff with, with fly bar and, and whatnot. But I always struggled with like the gyros and stuff. And, but I built it, got it going, um, that wouldn't fly it. So I, I went back to the hobby store, got me a, it was a blade first collective pitch a direct drive tail fly barred it was blue and white um and i can't remember what it was so blade cp man probably did it have balsa blades huh did it have balsa blades on a lexon top yeah so it would it yes so it, it was, I mean, think 2000, this is probably 2010. At I this started time. 2006. So yeah, it might've still been a CP. I don't remember what they had at that time. Yeah. So I, I, I took that thing straight out of the box, right? Had the controller. It was, it was ready to fly. And I crashed it. <laughs> Huge quotes. I mean, I probably crashed this thing 30 times, man. Never could even get it two feet off the ground. And so my wife for my birthday bought me the real fight five. I said, babe, oh, I think sweet. we should use this. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I did. And I literally was on that, that simulator for like three months. And finally, one day I said, dude, you're, you're like, what are you doing, man? I took that EXI 450, put it out in the cul-de-sac, man, and fired it up. And I started hovering it just like the real flight. And oh, I was wow. like, it's just like the simulator, man. This is, it's the same thing, but it scared the shit out of me, dude. Like, <laughs> you know what i mean like it scared the shit out of me i land i was so happy um like this was the greatest thing man like holy shit i i just got off the ground this is so cool um you know and then and then it kind of just went from there um i bought the my first first real kit was the first fly bar list um aligned t-rex 450 nice Uh, and Sweet. soon after that is when the first micro beast came out. And oh, wow. I bought that damn thing, man. <laughs> um, so did you start off with three GX then? Yes. Yes. Matter of fact, I still have it. I still have the original stuff. I still have the original first micro beast, uh, the uh, fly bar list. I still have the motor, the ESC, and I still have that, that three GX uh, gyro from, from the first, uh, a line that I bought. Wow. Um, and, uh, and then, but, but I still, I never had anybody, anybody teach me, anybody help me. I mean, I did it, you know, all my, all my own, um, and just kind of learned. And, and that kind of took me out of the hobby, uh, because I just, I'm like, man, this costs too much money. (laughs) (laughs) I I don't, you know, I don't know what I'm doing. Um, and, uh, but I really liked it because it was, it was super challenging. Um, and, and so I, I got out of it about three years later, uh, and, and didn't get back into it until COVID when I met Greg 
uh, out here in Phoenix. And, uh, and that was game changing for me because I'm like, man, I've always really liked this, but I've never, I, I, I had no clue what I was really doing. Um, and, you know, I think it was last year, maybe the year before when Sean Hall interviewed Kyle Stacy. Um, and, and the one question was like, you know, Hey, if you had one recommendation to somebody new getting into the hobby, what would it be? And then he stopped it. And then everybody had to try to guess Greg and I said the same thing. And it was find a club that you could find people to help you like learn the actual hobby. Uh, and, and, you know, from there, um, you know, I've made my mistakes <laughs> with my mm-hmm. builds. I've learned the hard way, <laughs> huh. you know, um, and, but, but it, it was, you know, for me, it was having people like Greg and Lee, uh, Lee Taylor, <clears throat> um, you know, help with not only setups, but over your shoulder, like, Hey, do this. Like, I, you know, I, when I first started flying, I know I, I flew in, I guess, well, you know, I fly V-Touch, so, which would be considered bank one in, in a curve. Like, I had no idea that there was a, a flat curve, that there was a thing called hold, that autos, I, I never knew any of that stuff. Uh, and, you know, so it was it was really cool to have those guys there, uh, you know, leave my first auto, you know, leave reached over my shoulder and hit my damn hold switch and said, dude, there you go. That's awesome. I got, I got that initiation piece, you know, how did it, it go? Me. How did it go? <laughs> it, it, I mean, dude, I still have the video. <laughs> oh, wow. That's amazing. <laughs> you know? um, so, you know, that, that was good. And, uh, and you know, so I, yeah, I, I've enjoyed it. And, um, and you know work on trying to get better just love hanging out with people love the camaraderie the friends you know it's like family every fun flight you go to uh seeing newbies come to the field wanted wanting to get into the hobby just like today uh you know a guy that came um he he brought five helicopters i think and i think he crashed every single one of them but the (laughs) dude at the end before he left was was like fired up you know, it's stoked. Um, and he's like, oh, I'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so yeah. It's, it's amazing what you can uh pick up and you know, the enthusiasm. It's it's definitely like you can pass it on to newbies. Um, and this is the only hobby I've ever been in where the newbies weren't shunned, right? Like, oh, look at the guy, how oh, you just nope. Nobody cares There's... if you can't hover or you can yeah. And they only cut you out when you take off after doing three months of sims and you Hop into a pyro flip, right? It's like okay, we're done. <laughs> then, we're done. then we cut you. We're out. not friends. We're not friends anymore. <laughs> nice. That's well, awesome. That's well, happened, right? <laughs> well, Mike, you mentioned fun flies. You know the camaraderie of fun flies. So, what fun flies have you gone to? Which ones are your favorite? Oh, dude. Um. So I. I mean. Obviously, the Southwest Heli Rodeo. <laughs> uh, Obviously, I've been to um, the Buzz in the Border. You know, Donnie and Don's Fun Fly. Um, that told uh, only one time because of COVID, and they haven't done it for a couple of years. But damn, I'll never forget that. 
<laughs> Never forget the dudes running over the border and the freaking chick chasing her, chasing oh, that the guys was, and shit. That was amazing. Yeah, that's that was right. Amazing. They're sneaking across the border. There. Yeah, yeah, dude. yeah. So, yeah, I had to <laughs> Well, at the same time, dude, at night we're I'm sleeping in the back of the car, right? <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh-huh. The uh, you know, and the owl, the owl, like freaking like two feet off the deck out in the field chasing something at night uh super cool but um so palomar been there a couple years um and been to ken's fun fly up at heli beaters up the ranch uh been to urcha you know a couple years um and and lincoln last year and you know look i mean you know the rodeo not being biased will you know because it's home here um absolutely yeah, it'll always be my favorite. Just it, it's a different fun fly. It the is. Rodeo is just it's just different, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, but last year in Lincoln was probably the dopest fun fly that I've been to. Wow. Uh, it yeah. like I think it's Jim. Uh, I, th- I think I think his name was Jim. God damn, man. Um, but uh, Dave was. Dave, Dave or Jim, I, I, whoever the the main dude was. Yeah, Dave. Uh, yeah, Dave. Dave, yeah. Dave Long. So, yeah, dude. I mean, has anybody been to a fun fly where every morning you have coffee and donuts? You have three like dope meals, like just freaking so awesome. A porta potty that has a tip jar. I mean, a porta potty. And yeah, a jar. Jar, of mints. <laughs> a jar of mints. Oh, wait, don't forget the old spikes. Like, right? serious, right? <laughs> it's got lights oh, inside. Yeah. Like, it's crazy, right? What about the announcer that every time you walk the flight line, called out oh, your God. name? And, says, and here's Mike no. walking to the flight line. Mike's right? Spikes, <laughs> long walks on the beach. No. Yeah, exactly. We, we, we can do yeah. without that. Well, that was funny. Dude, like seriously, that that the first time he announced me, so I was I almost turned around and walked back. Right? Like, <laughs> I, how do you how does how does Mike Weatherly like get announced to the flight line after you know Nick Maxwell just flew? You know Ben Storch, <laughs> Gregory there. You know Donnie's there. You know Lewis, uh, Miles. You know and and, and uh, you know I'm like. Oh yeah, I might want to turn around and go back. <laughs> uh, but but I mean the um you know the fundraising for it was so awesome. I mean Gigi's Playhouse, uh what 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 an awesome thing that they do. Uh ice cream, you know, and and you literally don't have to take anything. Full on power tables, chairs you know, covers. Yeah. I mean, you don't need a canopy. You don't need a, a freaking generator. You, I mean, you don't need to bring your chairs. You, you like, you know, I mean, it was, it, it was the, uh, yeah, the spa of all fun flies. Right. <laughs> That's cool. Um, I mean, everybody feels cool. special. They even have a, a professional photographer taking pictures of you all day. So you could go to the wall and find pictures of you. They took for you. Yeah. That was cool. Yes. Yeah. It, I, yeah it, it, that was, you know, by far, as far as being pampered and stuff. And then, you know, of course, I mean, I don't have to say that the people that were there, 
you know, every, all the pilots and stuff that were there was, was awesome, you know, like always. Uh, but that, that was, you know, that one will, will, you know, being the first one last year, um, you know, will never leave my mind, but they're all fun. Uh, you know, Urch is great because I, I don't really get to the East coast and it's great to see a lot of the East coast guys, you know, and hang out. We talk all the time. We chat all the time, you know, all that stuff, but you just don't get to see and hang out with them. And uh, so that's, that's always good. Even it's always a good time, even though, you know, I'm, I'm two for two on COVID for during Urcha. So, you know, <laughs> Jeez. it's been, it kind of sucks. <laughs> now just expect it now, you know? No, dude, no, 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 <laughs> no way, dude. I, I'm like, damn. I even, I even made a comment to like, man, I'm, I, I don't know if I want to even go because of COVID. <laughs> I put that shit behind me, man. <laughs> oh, man. COVID memories. Oh, shit, dude. So, Mike, what type? How would you define yourself as a pilot? What type of flying style are you? Um, I'd probably say I'm pretty meticulous. Um, I, I don't rush into things like move on from moves to move. Um, I like to, I have to like master something before I move on to the next thing. Uh, so I, you know. I'll, I'll watch videos. I'll watch people fly. I'll stay in my comfort zone to a certain point, but at the same, you know, and it's not because of crashing. It's not because of confidence. It's not any of that. It's like, you know, at Palomar last year, Donnie Petchy and I were on the flight line. I was flying. I said, Hey Donnie, I, you know, this is what I'm trying to do. And he goes, okay, well, let's go, man. And so we you go up there, you know, I take off and I'm flying my V2 uh, 700 and, and, and I'm doing some things and Donnie's like, damn, dude, everything you do is really smooth. And even though, it, you know, I mean, I'm not doing like Puro flips or Puro TikToks or anything, right? But, um, and so we worked on some things and he goes, dude, you know, you just keep, just keep doing it because, what you do, everything is really fluid and smooth. And I, I probably, that's, that's probably who I am uh, as, you know, as far as like wanting to, I want to be able to do transitions without you seeing my rotor move or my tail move. Um, I want it to be able to flow from one move to the next, um, you know, like, I don't want to say flawlessly, but <laughs> kind of flawlessly. Um, so I probably work on one particular move a lot longer than other people do. That's cool. Do you sim a lot? I do. Um, and, and that, you know, I don't, I don't know if that, I don't know if that hurts or if it makes you better. I mean, I, you know, back when I said that, Hey, you know, I, when I first hovered was just like being on the sim I do a lot of things on the, well, I, I mean, I've done a lot of things on the sim that Ben Storick said it best. He's like, man, you know what? It, the hardest thing to do in this hobby is to leave your nerves at home. And mm. so we can jump on a sim and we can do all kinds of cool stuff. And you're like, yeah, I got this. Then you get to the field and you're like, damn, do I do it? You know? And then, then for me, like I'll start it and I'm like, oh, I'll bail out. Right. <laughs> <laughs> And, and I mean, it's, it's the nerves. 
it, you know, it's like, is it really the fear of crashing? I, for me, it's not, I, I could care less. I mean, these things are, you know, uh, I'm not going to say they're toys cause they're not, but they're fixable. So right. not really worried about crashing. It's more of like a confidence thing for me. Um, and, and so I really, really, really try to work on relaxing, enjoying it. Like it should be fun, right? A hobby should be fun. It shouldn't be something that you go and just like, you know, white knuckle your transmitter and stuff, you know, when you're flying, uh, and, um, you know, it should be fun and, and relaxing. And so I focus on that a lot, you know, and mainly, you know, what Ben said would leave your nerves at home. It really hit me. It's like, yeah, dude, that's the hardest part about this thing is like, <laughs> that is, you know, and then you go to a fun flight me a lot. center stage. Yeah. Right. And then you're like, holy shit, dude. <laughs> Everybody's it took watching. me years to do that. <laughs> now I just don't care. Um, I'll sit out there and practice the same maneuver over and over and over and not yeah. try to fly a routine or anything else, even at a fun flight, just because what I feel like doing. There you go. Uh, that's good. That's cool. That's cool. So, so, uh, what is your favorite heli? You mentioned uh, V2. I'm assuming that's an XL power. It is. Um, I, you know, I've, I'm one of those guys that like, I like to try everything. Um, I want to be able to give feedback. I want to be able to help people with, you know, everything from ESCs to motors to, you know, batteries to airframes to the, the whole thing. So, when I, when I really got back into this, um, I, you know, I'm like, Oh, if there's a new airframe coming out, man, uh, I'm going to get it. Nobody here flies that. And Greg knows because, you know, he'd be like, Oh, you should do this. You should do that. And I did just to see the difference in things and stuff, but I got to tell you. <laughs> so my, my favorite heli is the, the V2, the Spectre V2. Um, it, what attracted me first, I mean, this might, I don't know, dude, this might be sound corny or whatever, but I'm one of those guys that like, I look at things for quality and look for things of like, like, you know, not, not the money wise, not expensive, cheap, you know, whatever, but that quality and being a, by trade, a welder, you know, a nuke welder, uh, previously in the Navy, um, you know, I look at things like from a mechanical engineering quality type thing. And the first Spectre V1 that I saw, the blade grips in the head, I'm like, dude, yeah, they, they got it going on, man. So when the V2 came out, I think I was the first one to pre-order at Urcha two years ago through HeliDirect. And I couldn't wait to get that kit. Um, and the, the, it, just, it flies amazing for, for a 700. Uh, you know what helicopter I've never flown yet? What's that? V2. I was out at Ken's here two weeks ago. Place is plastered with XL power. Plastered with XL power. <laughs> Still have yet to. There was one sitting up on the wall. I just didn't. It was an NMP, and I didn't even grab it. Um, I don't know why. They look like phenomenal helicopters. I just haven't flown them. Yeah. I. Well, I mean, you know, the NMP and the, and the you know, the OG V2, um and two different machines for sure uh i i bought the nmp built it and i think i mean i told greg probably three flights into it i'm like dude i don't like this thing um he's like really like what don't you like about it i'm like dude it's i'm just not good enough 
for this helicopter. And so it took a lot of tuning and stuff for me, you know, to, uh, to really like get it tuned in. But once I hit that threshold of like, yeah, this thing is badass. <laughs> That's cool. It, you know, it, it's, it's badass. The roll rates, the, the, just the weight of it, the, the way that it, it moves is, it reminds me of King Neptune. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I just, I say that because I, you know, I see being, you know, prior Navy and stuff, I see King Neptune coming out of the sea. Right. And uh, it, that's what it reminds me of is, is it just, there's, I, I've not found anything wrong with, with it. So nice. So you've got a couple other ones though. What, what, what's in your fleet? And, and we'll talk about your new one today. Save that one for last, right? Yeah. yeah I want to really hear about dude. that one. Uh, right on. So what's in your uh, fleet? So I fly the I fly the Nitroxy was my first nitro build with the 55 HCR. Um, I've literally I, I, I talked to John Serio today, and we we were going you know talking YS OS you know uh, Tron you know the the Tron I think it's the the, the 9.0 or 7.0 or whatever nitro uh, and the V2 you know nitro um, and uh, and. I told him, I said, you know, dude, my nitroxy is my first nitro that I built. I have never touched a needle on that thing. And it's over two years old. Wow. I've run VP30 in it. I've never changed the <clears throat> OS8 glow plug in it. it, it <laughs> up until two weeks ago, I'd never cleaned the thing. And the, and the thing going from Northern California to down South to Indiana to Arizona to Tucson, you know, I've never touched a needle on that helicopter <laughs> wow um, that's awesome so I, I think i got lucky i mean i i just i do you know um with the motor and stuff but so that was my first nitro um i fly the night the nitro was my first 700 nitro love that thing um i i just it's man it it just it flies great it's it feels super light um it it's the you know and i fly the os 105 uh in that <clears throat> and i fly 23 25% you know nitro uh it, it's it just i mean may, maybe maybe i'm just tied to it because it was my first 700 nitro but i'll never get rid of it the thing just it 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 flies amazing uh the new color scheme with the with the orange and white is just so dope man i'm just i'm it, just totally love it, uh, especially with the, the AZ 700S blades. Uh, great helicopter. Um, fly the Nimbus. Um, never really got attached to it. Uh, we really never connected. <laughs> 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 so I was going to sell it. And then I'm like, man, damn, dude, you know, it's a great helicopter for a 550 size. I didn't stretch it out. Um, and so I said, you know what, just go crash the thing. Just use it to, to work on moves and stuff. Um, and you know, I can't crash it. It, it won't crash, uh, try to get as low <laughs> as I can, you know, saying, Hey, I got plenty of spare parts, uh, but it, it, it doesn't crash. So, uh, but great, great helicopter for a 550 size. Um, I got into Oxy, uh, which are all really, really good, good helicopters. I, you know, personally, um, and you know, 
so happy, you know, that Luca, you know, is, is good now and everything's running back up with, with Oxy. But I, I, w- I just couldn't wait for a 700 size helicopter, uh, you know, through them. Um, and, and so I kind of, I kind of pushed away from them. Uh, I'm happy things are going well for them now. You know, the flash came out. I think some other good things are coming out. All the, all those helicopters are great flying machines. Uh, they probably the easiest helicopters to work on, you know, from a newbie standpoint, just the way that the tail servo set up, uh, and, and, you know, a lot of the, the, the way that the airframe goes together and stuff, super easy build. Uh, and then I fly the, the, the raw 422, which is, which is a pretty dope 420 size helicopter. Sweet. And the and goose you, guy, I, you know, we, we, we always joke about the goose guy because we say, ah, you know, it's like, a, a and Gregor, don't take a fist to this, bro. Like <laughs> dogs that can, they can sit on your lap or not considered dogs, dude. Right. <laughs> right. 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 <laughs> So the goose guy, right? The the one that you can fit in your glove box isn't really a helicopter, but it it's a freaking killer ass micro helicopter, man. So much fun. It's super fun. Now so, you got a new one today. Yeah, that's what I want to hear about. <laughs> well, I didn't get a new one today, but well, uh, yeah. It, um, it was maiden day today. It was. So I waited for oh man, it it had to be at least a year. If Nick Maxwell listens to this, man, he, he'll probably, maybe he'll remember. I don't know. But uh, yeah, so I built the the V2 Nitro um, and I, you know, I finally just like try to forget about it um, and, and I couldn't. And so I finally got it. I was going to do a full on build uh, video, you know, on the whole thing because I have a specific way of doing things. Uh, that I thought would be really cool for people to watch, and and I'm I even, I'm not very experienced with doing videos, so uh, the the whole build thing really didn't turn out. So I I kind of have to adjust that. But anyway, uh, yeah. So OS guy by heart. This is my first YS engine, so I did the YS ninety six with the sixty one OS carb conversion from so it's the Yoss. nice <laughs> nice okay um, and uh and put the ys pipe on there um was gonna put the hattori but i'm there's another pipe out there that i've been waiting on just long if not longer than i have for the v2 hmm. um, <laughs> <laughs> material <laughs> arrived material <laughs> arrived friday <laughs> well that's so good, sorry. man. But you know, hey, we, 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 <laughs> don't hold your breath. No. <laughs> Damn, dude, that's not what I wanted to hear. Like, I'm just messing. Dude. I'm just messing with you. So I've got two of them, and I don't even fly nitro. You didn't get yours. <laughs> so that's, everybody that's out there, lie. I've got two of those pipes in my house. I don't know what he's talking about. I don't even oh. fly nitro. So two, 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 two guys are gonna get so on on May 13th. Uh, Frank Fuller is going to have parts in hand and we are going to send out two for a final test on a different process. And I know these two guys will give me exactly what I'm looking for in the testing. And, uh, and that's, yeah, that's some various hardcore testing. We know the other way works, but we're looking at a different way uh, that our, 
basically it's it's gonna we're hoping that it gives us stronger um internals and then yeah so anyway long story short yeah so that look steve's steve's writing some pretty bad stuff on there trying to trip me up every time i start talking to this guy so <laughs> anyway these two guys are gonna they're gonna hopefully do what i need them to do and if that works well then all the parts will already be done it's just a manufacturing process so nice. yeah if that goes well then then we're gonna continue to assemble them in that manner and yeah we're off and running Sweet. So yeah. So on the, I the, listen, Gregor. I, I I'm here waiting. You know what I mean. So yeah. like, if it takes you another year, yeah. I'm still nope. going to be here. Absolutely no. It's here. this year. It's this year for sure. Like literally, the you know, and and that's what's funny. I don't think people realize just. Oh my gosh! Like there's so many things that you have to get ironed out. You know and. You know, there was, there was, I made one simple change where I'm getting over 390 parts off one 12 foot stick of material where before we were looking at like, I think it was the number, don't quote me on this, but I think it was 74 parts per 12 foot. And nice. now we're getting made a, made a slight change. I mean, there's so many different dimensions to this that I don't think people just understand. And honestly, like, I shouldn't have been talking about it as much as I did, but I was so dang excited that I couldn't contain it, you know, and then the word just got out be, and everybody's dude. been it's asking me, but yeah, you know, so, but hey, with you. oh no, we're, I love it. I love the, it. I love it. I love it. But I, I hope, journey. I hope everybody, I hope everybody uh, receives it as well as, as I, as I do it, but I'm a little biased, you know? <laughs> yeah. So, oh, so it, listen, you should be, you, you should, everybody's excited, dude. I mean, we talk about it all the time. We yeah. joke about it. We give you shit. Oh yeah. Away, oh yeah. No, I, I wouldn't have it any other way. <laughs> it, it's not, I mean, dude, of, of all people, I get it. We're, we're coming out with a new product, you know, it, it, with my work and uh -huh. literally 18 months plus of R and D we yeah. probably went through at least 30 different pieces of hardware for this product uh, and, you know, tons of, of documentation, you know, IP stuff and, and that. And to to get it to the point where it's like we want it to be the best. Right. So yeah. I, it, from me to you, yeah, I'd say, hey, dude, I would rather see you come out with something that's going to be dope ass the best than something that's just going to be another pipe. So. That's Take cool. as long as you want, dude. <laughs> <laughs> right on, right on. Well, right, I appreciate so, it. You had a maiden today. You got in the air. It was successful in that respect. Minor yeah. setback. Yeah, fixed now. I mean, you know, it. I mean, it happens. I mean, I'm 0 for 3. Um, and, you know, I thought I would have learned my lesson. But, uh, yeah, so built the V2 Nitro, like I said, with the, the 96 uh, SR. 61 carb um, YS pipe, uh, torque servos. You know, I put the HLXs in it, and um, the the build itself was freaking awesome. Um, I'm I'm like a very, and Greg knows this. Like, I'm a Y type person, and so like if I don't, if you're gonna throw something at me that doesn't make any sense to me, I'm gonna ask you why. And you better be able to tell me why, or else I'll just be like, no, dude, you're full of shit, right? So the the I when when I do builds, 
I always do it in the eyes of where I was in 2009, being that newbie guy that didn't know anything, not have any help, even though we have YouTube and, you know, all the stuff today, I still look at it every, every step of a build that I do. Hey, how, if, if I was who I was in 2009 building this helicopter, how would it go? And, and this, it, and this being nitro. So, you know, I mean, a little more difficult than electric, especially, you know, a lot of the nitro kits today come with, clutch bells that have liners already installed in them. Uh, this one did not. It came with the clutch liner. And, and so I look at all of those things, right? And I literally, there were only two, two things in the entire build that, that I'm not going to say tripped me, but two things that, that if I was to give feedback to like Nick or Rao or, you know, Frank or somebody, I'd say, hey, listen, from from a perspective, if I looked at this from just a new person, here's two things that, that I would say need to be addressed. And they're, they're not major things. Um, <clears throat> one of them I screwed up. <laughs> <laughs> Being an experienced builder, right? Uh, I screwed it up. Um, it was an honest mistake. <laughs> um, and I thought I could get away with something. But, you know, we live and learn, right? Uh so, yeah, at the first time that I fired up a, a YS engine, I was just like, oh, my God, man, I, 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 I want to get the thing up in the air so bad. Uh, and um, and it did. Uh, and then it landed um, and it fixed it <laughs> and took it back out, put it back up in the air. And this time I had to, had, had to actually auto it. And now it's, you know, Arizona is 92 today. So I'm like, OK. I'm out of here. I'm going home, tearing this thing apart, going to fix what I knew what was wrong already. Uh, the problem is I didn't have all the tools and stuff to actually to fix it out at the field. Uh, and so got home and it wasn't been 10 minutes because I literally came home, told my wife, I'm like, uh, yeah, baby, it was a no go. <laughs> <laughs> she goes, well, you'll fix it. Uh, it was 10 <laughs> minutes later. I called Greg and I said, you're not going to believe this. dude." <laughs> yeah. Um, <clears throat> So it, it's, you know, I, I did the weight on it and everything, um, you know, try to compare to the nitrol because I love that helicopter so much. Um, two totally different machines um, and both. Oh, man, I, I will I will probably keep both these. This is, both those machines are, are I will never get rid of. I just know that. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh so I'm looking forward tomorrow to just like beating this thing up and uh, and and well, we don't really break in nitro. Of course, we're going to be nicer to the motor, you know, a little nicer to the motor until we get at least a couple of flights on it, right? I I gotta ask what 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 happened? What was what was the? Uh... So um, <laughs> gotta call you out here, brother. No, it's all good, man. Um, so the. I kind of I kind of had a hiccup in the manual with the pinion that goes into the bottom of the of the the clutch bell, right? And the only reason being is because the in the picture it showed everything green, which is all good. But in the footnotes it said already assembled with green Loctite. 
And so I kind of questioned it, but I used common sense. And I, and, and what I do is I didn't put Loctite on the threads of the pinion. I take alcohol with a Q-tip and I clean the threads in the clutch bell. And then I put the green Loctite in the threads and I put that together. So I'm like, okay, all is good. I put, I put everything together like you're supposed to, but the top nut that your starter shaft goes into required blue Loctite. And I missed that. The manual is clear as day. (laughs) (laughs) So I missed that. And, and the, and once I caught it, I couldn't get the thing off. So I'm like, well, goddamn, if I can't get it off, damn thing is good. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that man has to take itself off in the air, huh? (laughs) Yeah, but, but it did, right? (laughs) You, you, you started it. (laughs) I started it. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that was, that was the second mistake. I forgot about the first mistake. So the first mistake was that the, the, the shaft unscrewed itself from the motor. Now in this build, the, you know, you put, you slide the motor in from the bottom, right. And then you screw in the shaft, you know, down onto the motor. Right. And there's a set screw and it's not a, it's a long grub screw. All right. And you use blue Loctite and I did, and I put it in, you know, and then anybody listening, this is probably a good tip, man. But, uh, and I don't know if anybody else had this problem, but in the first flight, that set screw had backed out, which caused the shaft to come loose, which then you know what happens, right? The fan shot looks like it's all crooked and shit and, <laughs> and it's just, just going to die. When I took this set screw out, it literally had so much grease on it that the Loctite never had a chance. So I didn't, and it's down in, in the shaft, right? So I, I, I mean, normally I would take and clean that out, not knowing that there was that much oil and grease in there. When I pulled that thing out and I, I, you know, twisted on a piece of, uh, you know, paper towel, it literally had so much grease that, that, that Loctite was never going to, never going to hold. So I did the right thing, freaking cleaned everything up, re-Loctite it. It's good to go now. So This is one of those stories when you're sitting there trying to explain to somebody why you need to do things a certain way, and they're like, it'll be fine. And you're like, yep, you go right ahead with that. <laughs> fine, ain't going to hold it, man. <laughs> well, so I mean, you heard Mike say earlier, 0 for 3, right? Oh, God damn, dude. Yeah, I did say 0 for 3. I have something with clutch stacks, you know, it's just yeah. a goddamn shaft coming off. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So but you've talked in, in about my nitrous. Defense, Greg, in my yeah. defense, I told you, I'm like, dude, my gut is telling me that damn, that starter nut. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's <laughs> There's true. a problem, right? So I just like, anyway. <laughs> All right. So you've talked about nitros and electrics. So are you a nitro guy or an electric guy? I'm, 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 man, that's like a question, like the damn Budweiser commercial, huh? (laughs) 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 It's okay. I don't understand why there's got to be one or the other either. So (laughs) you try to trick me, huh? (laughs) So are you, are you an equal opportunity to love her helicopters? Dude, I, 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 well, obviously I'm both because I, I fly both and I fly all of my machines. I have yep. nine helicopters right now and I fly every single one. Man, nine. But I am, I, if, if, 
I'm just going to say this 70 nitro, 30 electric. Uh, there was at one point that I was done with electric and full nitro. Uh, but I love my V2 electrics so much that I couldn't do it. <laughs> uh, so I, I personally like night. I like flying nitro. I enjoy flying nitro much more than I do electric. I feel so much more connected to the helicopter. I feel like it, it, the feedback, it, it, you know, it's like, I don't know. Uh, it's like, you know, doing the waltz. <laughs> you, just, you just feel like like it, it's you and the helicopter uh together working together the feedback the the just like you just feel connected uh like um and electric is you know i it, it never changes anything uh and and that's fine i mean it I'm super fun man love them it, it's you know great you know, love all my machines and, and they're all great flying and stuff, but I just feel just more out in the woods, camping connected with, with the nitro. All right. Nice. Nice. Such an even power to weight. I say that all the time. It's just a, it's a good power to weight. You know, it's, it's not too much, but you know, it's funny cause I ended up buying a, a raw 700 and I had that cracking for a long time and I was afraid to step out of that comfort zone because it was heavy. Right. And for my old, butt, you know, it was, it worked for me and everybody kept telling me, Oh dude, you got to try the raw, you got to try the raw. And I got it. And I, I actually am so glad that I did because I enjoy that helicopter so much, you know um, it's, it's the lighter 700 electrics that I totally struggle with, but I actually fly my electrics more because of, well, I have to say because of two helicopters, really the 420 and the, um, with the Theta servos. And I'm not saying that for any reason other than, you know, um, I've got an opportunity to fly somebody else's that didn't have the Theta and it was, it was different. And I understood why I had heard a few comments that were some people that didn't enjoy it as much. And I was like, man, those servos really made that helicopter for me. And then this, the, the raw 700, I don't know. I just, I fly electric more because of those helicopters. So I must be the only person that doesn't like the raw 420, man. I, you know, it's funny. You're, you're not, flown. you're, you're, you're not though, because I've actually, there's been a few people that um, have told me man, I just didn't like it. Alex uh, Dean uh, for one of them, he's like, yeah. And, and then he flew mine. He's like, dude, that thing flies really good. I've flown like, four completely different setups. Yeah. Um, two of them were back to back at Kansas a couple weekends ago when I was out there and yeah. uh totally different setups. And I'm talking like screaming like even three thousand head speed or thirty two hundred head speed, mm -hmm. you know, oh you're not running enough head speed on a raw on the on the thing. And I'm like, Oh, okay, yeah, I'll give it a shot. And I flew Greg's. So I just it, it's fine. It's just I'll take my buddy over it any day. I don't know why. Maybe it's the orange, maybe it's mental. See, and I, I wasn't a fan of the buddy at all. Yeah, it's weird. I, get I don't it. know. I, I don't, wasn't I a fan until I flew it. So. Yeah, I, I, you know, I don't, I don't know. And and uh, I know I've flown a lot of buddies and I've just, I don't know. I'm not a small helicopter fan, but for whatever reason, and I've flown enough, I've got finally got a chance to fly a couple other Raws and, I, and I'm like, okay, well, I like mine. <laughs> you know, we'll just keep it that way, you know. I like I, mine, I, I like it. I, I, I actually love mine. <laughs> it flies really nice. good. All right, um, before yeah. Gregor takes it down too far, let's uh, talk about what kind of sponsors do you have there, Mike? 
Who, who do you fly for? Well, I, w- I want to back that up on the 420 real quick. So I fly for uh, Azure the power, you know, blades. And 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 this I flew is my first set this weekend, by the way. I did like them. Never flown them before, but much like VTX, you have yeah. to tune the helicopter for them. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I, I was hooked from day one. Like, I, I just, I don't, th- that to me, Blades was really the first thing in RC helicopters that I could tell the difference on. I don't know why. It just, it just I could, and I, I don't I don't even know what I'm talking about, right? Nick blew my mind in Lincoln last year when he put the Azures on and, and started talking his stuff. I was like, holy shit, dude, <laughs> what the hell is this dude talking about, right? But um, the, the Raw 420, I've flown them with the the RTs and the SAB blades, the, the the 420 blades, and do not like the helicopter. I put the 385 Azures on there, and I freaking love it, man. And I fly it at 3200, and uh, it's just it's a totally different helicopter with the 385s from the 420s. So, as a, that wasn't a slide for Azure, but uh, it that's just my opinion as far as you know well, the no, way that I fly it. Too many people oh, get bent out of shape because you have your own opinion and your flying oh, yeah. style suits those blades. And honestly, when I started actually looking at other different things, uh, like Azure Blades or VTX or any number of things, you know, and I've flown plenty of wood blades back in the day. And uh, it is, it's interesting. Uh, I remember having a conversation with Cavros and he's like, well, you, you can't throw VTXs on expected to fly the same way. And Maxwell will say the same thing. And uh, once you really pay attention, you're like, oh, I, I completely, I hated VTX until I tuned them. Hmm. And they're a great plate. They didn't, I'm like, well, they just don't fit. And I just used that. I didn't tune. And then I tuned them. Yeah. And then I was like, oh. And then the Azure, they look nice. And I heard a lot of good things. This, uh, like I said, we Ken had that little impromptu fun fly here at the ranch a couple weekends back where they had uh, uh, miniature aircraft out there, which was phenomenal to get to meet those guys. But yeah. Um, so yeah. So what other what other places you is your? Yeah, so I fly for Heli Direct. Um, love those guys. So I could I could give them a, a, a little poke, right? But just yeah, I've always always loved Heli Direct and so freaking stoked to be part of that team. And and um, and for as long as I have, I, I mean, it's um, it's a great group group of guys. Uh, Eagle Drift Motors. You know, I I bought my first Eagle Drift motor back when. Hey, Gregory, you helped me out with this, dude. The it was in LA. It was like uh, that the hobby shop that was in LA that went out. Um, uh, they went out of business like three years ago. Oh man. Anyway, I I can't remember the name of it, but bought my first one there, and and I don't I don't even think I don't know, Greg. Did like uh, did anybody even know what they were? But I liked it because the the can was black. I'm like, oh yeah, that's sexy, man. <laughs> <laughs> as, soon, as soon as I I flew it, and it and it it was the the uh, 4035 HT, and I, I was hooked, man. And um, so uh, yeah, Eagle Drift Motors. It, even if I wasn't sponsored by them, I, I wouldn't fly anything else. So that's uh, hands down for me. Uh, fly torque servos, um, and pulse batteries. <clears throat> And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, I had a conversation with a buddy the other day and, uh, I said, you know, the one thing that I will never do is, is, is like sponsor represent, you know, whatever with something that I don't actually 100% in, in my 
body believe in. And uh, so pulse batteries, I mean, damn, but I've been flying pulse batteries for, it's for all the way from back, you know, day one and stuff. And um, uh, it's, it's just really cool to, to be part of, of those guys, you know, heli direct torque servos, freaking love Donnie Pessy, man. Um, you know, and, uh, and, and everybody out there, it's just, it's, it, this is a great group to be part of, uh, you know, Never, never, never back in 2009 when I was at the fair would have thought that I would have been, you know, <laughs> able to fly like I do now, you know, I, I mean, and, uh, and let alone be able to afford the helicopters I have. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's lots of us out there like that where we thought we'd never shot for the Blade CP at 200 bucks. And I thought that was an arm and a leg. Yeah. And I mean, you can't even, you can barely buy a set of blades for that anymore. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, you know, I told I I I said, you know, you you you've arrived in the hobby when you're in your your wherever you do your builds and you know your repairs and stuff, and your wife walks in and says, "Babe, what are you doing?" I'm like, babe, what does it look like? She goes, "No, is that a new build or a rebuild?" <laughs> <laughs> well, she knows it's the same price anymore, right? No, that 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 went away a long time ago. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like. <laughs> not even, those questions don't even exist anymore. But the day that she did that to me, I was just like, hot damn, man. <laughs> it's pretty freaking it. cool. <laughs> That's nice. awesome. That is awesome. Awesome. <laughs> Good stuff. I gotta say, man, it's it's awesome having you on the show. And anytime we all get together, man, you're just you're just super fun and energetic. And and uh, you know, it's it's funny you were talking about when you go up there. And you fly and you just, you, you just, when you're on the flight line flying, you just look so relaxed and, and everything you do is intentive, you know what I mean? And, and I don't know, it's just kind of cool. So yeah, super, super cool to, to have you as one of the crazy bunch that does this niche hobby, you know? <laughs> yeah. And I love having you join us on the show. Really appreciate you taking the time out of your to do this with us. Yeah. Well, it's good to see all you guys, man. And Gregor, you know, like when you see me up there acting like you, man, you know, I'm getting <laughs> into it, dude. Like when, when, when my arms are going left and the right, body English, yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll do that once in a while you yeah. know, at the field just to see if Greg or somebody will be like, damn, look at Mike, man. He's like down there dancing, man. <laughs> That's <laughs> it awesome. does help though. <laughs> oh, man, I do it so bad. So bad when I'm into it. Yeah, but Especially, you, don't wear, you don't wear a strap though, man. So your yeah. shit's like up here, dude. You're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to wear straps, man. I used to wear straps, but then I had they now I have this uh one time I was doing the body English thing, and all of a sudden my strap got into my little thumb area and the gimbal, oh, and I'm like, oh, and it just <laughs> and ever since then I'm like, yeah, I can't do it, man. <laughs> Gotta love that's it. So awesome, dude. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> it's good to see you, Steve. And, and uh, man, I'm glad you're okay, dude. So yeah, keep it on yeah. two wheels, bro. Keep it on two wheels. <laughs> I will try to keep it off the pavement and keep uh, keep the wheels on the pavement instead of me. So yeah, it happens. Hey, uh, I'm curious, uh, everybody. So I got to spend two weeks ago, yeah, week and a half ago, whatever, I was out at uh, the ranch and they kind of did an impromptu because that was supposed to be the, uh, what was that, Urcha West, I guess? Right. And then that got all canned oh. and everything else. Well, anyway, miniature aircraft was already going to head out this way. 
and do it. So they decided to do it. So some people put some stuff together and they end up having it at Ken's. So they were rocking the miniature aircraft. It's a 600 gasser based off the GT 15. Is that right? Yes, GT 15. Yep. And uh, I will tell you what, Kate was out there rocking that thing. And for the first time in my life, now, number one, I flew my first gasser. I flew a raw 700 gasser and I was highly impressed. And apparently they also require fuel to fly unbeknownst to me. Um, <laughs> but you know, I just autoed it down and uh, oops, I thought gassers flew longer. I don't know what to tell you. The diamond, <laughs> the diamond tank is what got me right. I came right. into a hover and a diamond and I'm like, Oh, I still got almost a half a tank, but I was, it was the velocity of what it, it took, you know, it was same velocity, different, uh, different amount left each so time. So you flew the super G. Uh, it wasn't the super G it was okay. a red. It was just a regular one. Okay. And everyone's like, Oh no, the super G is lighter. And I'm like, Oh, okay. So this was kind of a basic raw 700 okay. gasser. The original gasser but, conversion. Right. Um, but then I didn't, uh, I kind of nudged Cade and said, Hey, can I fly that? And he was like, uh, yeah, yeah I get it. And, uh, cause they were, they're still kind of prototypists, right? They're, these are the beta <laughs> models. Yeah. Uh, but I'll swear I, I'm a 600 guy in the first place. I didn't even know it was a 600. It has so much presence in the air. Nice. And for a gasser, it has a ton of power. It might be my first gasser I might ever think of buying. Nice. Um, so you did get to fly it? No, I didn't. I just got to watch Kate and I got to talk. So anybody that supports our hobby, we're talking about like who you're sponsored by and everything else. <laughs> anybody that's that actually comes out like the fact that you know miniature aircraft came out and took the time to come out and hang out at a fun fly and talk about their product that's that's, that's awesome. huge so yeah. uh anybody that did make it out to that thing really missed out and uh <laughs> so uh no it really was a great time and uh the the helicopter is really cool uh, i've always liked their products i was like oh well they're old school but they're not um i don't know i think like you were Mike, you talked earlier about uh, helping people with all kinds of different stuff. I flew my first Spirit fly barless out there, for example. Um, and I, I was actually really impressed with it. I've always been a brain guy and I have a V control and I like to try different things and be able to help different people. I think we should almost make that a topic. Like, I know V control is super popular and I'm not in any way, shape, or form arguing that. But, like, how do you help people at the field with other controllers? Spectrum's got one, Brain, Spirit. Those are two totally different setups. Uh, V-Control, yeah. totally different setup. I have no idea how to set up the Spectrum stuff, but back to, Mike, how you got started, you know, with your Blade and the fact that they had that available. So how do you how do you help those people and not discourage them? They just spent X amount of $100. You know, maybe they'll eventually get into this or that, and maybe this or that yeah. would be a better option. But for right <laughs> I- now, they have this. I think being enthusiastic, right? right? Because if we're too proud about what we're flying, um, you know, oh man, I, I've seen it time and time again. Oh man, I, I don't really know, know much about that. You know what I mean? But if you're enthusiastic, I mean, think about it. You have, you know, being, you know, us being, you know, into this, as long as we have been, we have the concept, right? Whereas right. this is brand new. They have nothing else to go off, right? But the other so, thing we've got, is we've got the um, contacts. You, yeah. You've I was just getting there. Yeah. Yeah. You know I was just going to go there. I was like, I was like, you know, we, we have contacts and we also have YouTube. <laughs> You're right. So you can, right. You can you pull up a video. Hey, 
let's check it out. Let, let's, let's, I don't know how to do that, but I got the concept, but let's take a look. Let's, let's figure it out. You know, and I think, and then you can pull up manuals on, I don't know how anything about a spirit fly barless system, but I bet you anything, it's, it, I bet you it sets up similar to other fly barless systems. Yeah. They might start from this direction forward, you know, ABCD or CDBA, I, you know, but it's the same. What's weird is what they need know? tuning wise. They tune different mm -hmm. than a brain. So they need mm -hmm. different tuning in my opinion. Mm -hmm. uh, same thing as V-Bar, right? They all three tune independent of each other. Like yeah. they all have their strong points. So right. I just thought of the spectrum because they're such horizon hobby, such a big player out there and mm -hmm. there's plenty of their helicopters. Uh, we see it all the time. You know, I used with, to uh, dive into different fiber systems all the time. So I knew how to support them when someone would call me at a main. Right. And, you know, they all have the same concepts and they were all doable. You know what I mean? You'd right. You know, so it's like, yeah you just be enthusiastic be enthusiastic i think that's huge and i think yeah. the key is like we said having resources a new person in the hobby doesn't know who to go to and the fact that we like like you said gregor we have a basic concept of how it should work so it's going to be easier for us to pick something up and then we've got people that we all know that we can call and we can call in a helpline what was that the yep. show Right. Call it a line. Yeah, phone a friend. Yeah. Phone, yeah. A friend. Yeah, phone a friend. Yeah. And that's what you do. You phone a friend and say, hey, I got a guy here. It's got a problem like this. And they go, well, I had a problem like this. So that's where you're that's where I think our big thing to help a new person is is we just have the resources they don't. Because yeah. we were talking to a guy today, the guy that Mike made a comment, show five helicopters. He goes, Where do I get parts from? And we said, Well, Amen and Heli-Direct. He goes, Oh, are those like legitimate stores? I see oh, that wow. question a lot because people yeah, don't know. They don't know. They don't, yeah, know. they don't have a clue. It doesn't matter yeah. the name of the store. A lot of people are like, oh, they've never heard them before. Right. So yeah. we were able to say, no, no, they're legitimate. They're great service. So they just, they don't know. And that's where you, you jump in, you help them out and you can give them, point them in the right direction. If you can't walk in there yourself, you can at least hook them up with someone who does have that experience. And that's, uh, I think that's how you keep people in the hobby and keep them successful and keep them interested. Well, even Mike right. getting back in the hobby, there was three guys starting up again out at Ken's event. And these were newer guys. And I, I've seen them ask questions and stuff. They're on some of the other groups. Um, and the one guy kind of got two other people into it. So, which is cool, right? We're seeing newer growth within the hobby, which is really what we want. And uh, these people are all totally enthusiastic. I saw all those guys fly several times and it was great to watch them fly. That's awesome. Well, it's like my favorite. I, you, you, you know, I think the, and you know, we get a lot out out at our club. Listen, you, you don't have to go spend three thousand dollars per helicopter and have nine of them in your room like I do. You know, you can you can if 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 a person gets into a club or hooks up with a club and just you know ask for help. There's, I mean, we've done it. I mean, we've donated helicopters to people, right? I mean, Greg donated an airframe to get one of our members' sons, you know, uh, into the hobby and stuff. And and it's like, you know, I think people, you know, when they come in, they, they, they say, well, hey, how much does one of these cost? Well, I'm, I'm not a very good liar, nor, nor do I appreciate it, right? But I would tell them, you know, hey, something like this would cost you between 2,500 and three grand. And then immediately, they're, holy oh, shit. yeah, they step for, back. You know, it's like you, you really have to, like, make them understand. I mean, you only need one helicopter. 
I mean, you can buy used transmitters that, that are good. You know, you can ask your, yep. your club members, of, you know, hey, do you know this person or is it reputable to, you know, purchase this? Is it, you know, whatever the case may be. And so I, I always try to try to let people know is that, you know, you come and look at our stuff and yeah, it's expensive. You know, it, it's it's a hobby that, that we're into full time, basically, <laughs> um, you know, and and but educating people to let them know that like dude you know really if you want to get into it the cheapest thing you could do right off the bat is spend 200 bucks on real flight nine or AccuRC or, or whatever the case may be you know to to get into a simulator and go fly go buy something that's ready to fly that has really cheap accessible parts and stuff we'll help you rebuild the thing we'll right. buddy box with you we'll you know don't don't think you have to spend thousands of dollars to you know to get into this hobby so again about back, the used market? back to what i mean you like said. you said the mm-hmm. used market you can you can really walk in and do that kind of stuff uh there's so many good deals you just need the right person to help you pick those deals right that mm-hmm. comes back to the club the guy that flew with us today he joked he showed up with five helicopters <laughs> i think he wrecked four of the five <laughs> and he walked away excited and wanted to come back if yeah. he had been alone on his own he'd be done but getting to a club where people can be enthusiastic, like Gregor said, that can help a guy out, that this is this hobby is about camaraderie and, and networking with people and connecting with human beings over helicopters. So that guy, he connected today. He, the hobby was served with him, even though he was planting them in the ground as faster and we can keep them back in the air, you know. But yeah. he had a good time and he'll be back. That's you know? awesome. Yeah, yeah, it was that was really cool, man. It, it always good to see, you know. The yeah. flying part's so much fun, but when you got people around you that are excited and and sharing the same excitement as you, I mean, yeah. and and just the bond, you know, that that you leave. It doesn't matter if you're having a good day or not, man. That you just you leave and you're like, man, I can't wait to do that again, you yes. know. And, and it's, we, we're lucky enough to have that with this hobby. Yeah, yeah, like I, Gregor, I have no problem walking right behind you after you fly and flying right behind you dude. you know what i mean that's awesome i have no problem flying right behind nick you know or, or mitch or any because <laughs> i'm kind of like you steve i'm kind of over the point man like it's like <laughs> look i don't i am who i am man you know what i mean <laughs> well most that's of the time awesome. if you watch it when like say nick maxwell goes up and flies and you walk right up behind him Everybody's already gotten their fix, you know. Yeah, nobody's done. paying attention to you. Buddy. Yeah, nobody cares <laughs> after that. At all. Nobody yeah. cares. That happened to me so many times at Ken's. I was like, okay, I'm just gonna go fly after him because nobody cares and <laughs> nobody's paying attention yeah. after this. So I'm like, I walk out there. Yeah, and I'm like, okay, cool. I'm gonna go fly because they're all turned the other direction now and talking again. <laughs> yeah, if that doesn't work, everything dude, stops. Yeah. Yeah. If that doesn't work, walk walk up behind him, right? And just uh-huh. hover for about 20 seconds and that'll get them gone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, seriously. Uh, that's funny. <laughs> All right. That's awesome. fun, man. You know, it really is. It, it's- well, Mike, I got to say, we really appreciate having you on the show. Um, I don't know if we had anything else to really discuss. I think we're about ready to wrap it up, guys. Do you guys have any other questions or comments? Or I'm good. I It was great show i enjoyed it are you dude really Love you guys man no shit <laughs> no it's great having you i've been we've been talking about having you on the show anyway and uh so it's great to get you on and 
I had fun with you, Urcha. You didn't get me sick with uh, COVID, so it was a good time. <laughs> you didn't ride the car in 30 hours on the way home. Did dude, you get I sick? Felt, <laughs> dude, Audie uh, and I did. So Thanks, Mikey. Yeah, dude, I felt so bad, man. I seriously did. It was freaking so miserable. The 102, 101, 102 degree temperature. Like, I couldn't stop coughing. I just, but I wanted to eat. And so we, I was like, let's get some food, right? And then I would eat, like, I remember stopping at Panda Express, and I was just like, oh, man, I just want to eat. And I eat, like, three bites, and I'm like, oh, man, to throw the shit in the garbage. You know, uh, but that doesn't oh, sound man. like a great idea with COVID having Panda Express. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm like, that dude, just sounds really? like a horror. And then get in the car and drive with us. Dude, <laughs> man, I, I felt so bad for Donnie because, you know, I was in the back seat, Donnie's in the front seat. And I just know every time I coughed and stuff, he's just like, man, get away from me. You know what I mean? And like, damn, 26 hours, man. Like, Sick. Oh, damn. I, I just uh, yeah. being that guy, right? Being that yeah, guy. Dude. Right? I whoever was my headphones, the... man. Always, always, always have headphones with me. Always. Dude, whoever it was know. that got me sick, man. I'm freaking, you know, yeah, fucking <laughs> <laughs> get you. Get you, man. I'm gonna get you. <laughs> Too much camaraderie, huh? Too much. <laughs> oh shit. Dude. All right. Well, on that well, note, we're gonna auto on out of here. Mike, thanks again. Oh, I gotta sorry. pause it. I gotta pause it. This is a special announcement. Uh-oh. And um, yep, yep, yep. So, Greg McGrath is going to come out with his newest release. There's no, <laughs> no. So, I wanted to see how many times dude says dude. And I have the, I, I've been tallying the numbers. This show, he he said dude 61 times. Just how boring are you? you tallied that up. I tallied that up. <laughs> there it is, right there. I don't know if you can see it. <laughs> <laughs> that's dude hilarious. i want to tell you I, i'm i'm gonna tell you man like, 62 i was trying to <laughs> dude, i was totally trying to hold three, back to three <laughs> 63 <laughs> okay steve hit it <laughs> dude i really want to auto on out of here man Do thanks it, everybody dude. for joining us and uh see you next time